Ernesto cultivates the field on his farm. He operates his tractor with a vacant stare. He now shovels manure into a large wheelbarrow. One of the shovel loads is a bit too heavy. He loses his footing for a second, but quickly regains his balance. Ernesto is in his chicken coop. He opens a large sack of chicken feed. The hungry birds gather eagerly. He scoops the grains into the long metal trough. As the chickens feast, he proceeds to grab a basket. He carefully collects all the eggs. Ernesto chops wood outside his house. He is panting and sweating. He takes a moment to catch his breath. He wipes his brow and looks down at his watch. He gazes in the direction where he last saw Lucita walking away. He raises up his axe again. The head of the axe drops behind him. The impact partially unearths something peculiar. Another glowing orb. Ernesto remains oblivious. He turns around and retrieves the axe head. He continues chopping. Ernesto heads back towards the house. He has a stiff and awkward step. He winces each time he puts his weight on his left leg. In one hand, he cradles a basket of eggs. The other, he carries a small bundle of firewood. Ernesto enters his home. He drops the bundle of firewood in front of his fireplace. He then places the basket of eggs next to the kitchen sink. He washes his hands. Near the sink is a dish rack completely filled with clean, shiny knives and a few scissors. Uh, Ernesto sits in his recliner chair. He undoes his pants and pulls them down to his knees. He detaches his prosthetic leg. He applies a gel on his nub and massages it. He then reattaches his wooden leg.
Ernesto cracks half a dozen eggs into a large pan. As they sizzle, he gazes out the window and again looks at his watch. In another pan, he cooks tortilla chips in a green sauce. He dumps the eggs in the second pan and stirs. He makes himself a plate and covers the pan. He takes his meal to the table and begins quietly eating, staring down sadly at his food. Hey. Ernesto looks up. Across from him, rope tied to a chair, is the doll. Can I have some? Come on, man. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> hungry. I'm hungry. Tiene hambre? Yes, tengo hambre. Mucho hambre. The doll widely opens his mouth, then mimics chewing motions. Ernesto looks amused. He gets up and makes a plate. He places it in front of the doll. Do you think you could untie me? Ernesto heads towards the sink and grabs the dish rack full of knives. He places it on top of the refrigerator, away from the doll's reach. Oh, come on. You know I didn't kill your animals. We all saw that thing last night. Ernesto places a fork next to the doll's plate and unties him. Plastic, huh? Whatever happened to dining etiquette? Ernesto sits and watches the doll devour his meal. He cracks a smile. ¿Cómo es posible que usted... I know what you're about to ask me. I don't need to know Spanish. Stupid questions sound the same in every language. The doll continues to talk as he stuffs his face. Yes, I eat. Everyone eats. But why do I need to eat? Because I get fucking hungry. Sometimes cranky. I don't know what else to fucking tell you people. He now abandons dining etiquette. He puts down the fork and begins eating with his bare hands. Ernesto continues to stare. The doll eats fast and sloppily. It chews with its mouth open and makes gross noises. Entonces, ¿cómo es que usted quedó How did I end up in this body, right? See? This is why I play dead. I got sick of having the same goddamn conversations every time. I will tell you this, though. The man you hired, Goyova, he's a hack. He thinks I'm a serial killer, right? Assassino? I was a fucking CPA, for Christ's sake. The truth is, black magic mishaps can happen to anyone. The doll finishes his food and wipes his mouth with his tiny hand. My God, Ernesto. Those chilaquiles are amazing. Your cooking is actually the reason I hung around here this long. You know, shitheads usually belong in shitholes. But you, you got potential. 
you could open a brunch spot in the city. It would kill. The doll gets up from his chair. Excuse me. I gotta use the bathroom. And yes, I do. Ernesto looks dumbstruck. He stares at the doll as it walks away. Ernesto listens in curiously the whole time. You know, I gotta say, it's kind of nice being out in the open. Not having to sneak around to eat a meal, or use the john, you know. It's liberating. Ernesto still looks lost in thought as he glances back at the bathroom behind the doll. The doll notices and looks behind him. You better not ask what I think you're gonna ask. Se lavó las manos? Las manos. Ernesto rubs his hands together, mimicking washing his hands. Se las lava? Occasionally. Soap and water can be hell on polyethylene plastic, though. Hey, do you have any dessert? Ice cream? Ice cream? Ernesto looks at the kitchen sink. Sí, claro. Pero solamente si se lava las manos. Fine. The doll grabs a stepladder and brings it to the sink where he begins washing his hands. You're the one handling cow shit all day. But sure, whatever makes you feel better. Ernesto is still amused seeing the doll do mundane things. He heads towards the refrigerator to retrieve the ice cream. As he's looking back at the doll, he opens the top freezer door. The rack of knives falls directly on him. He collapses to the ground. Oh, fuck me. The doll grabs the hand towel by the sink and rushes towards him. Ernesto is covered with small cuts. A chef knife remains embedded in his left thigh, right above his fake leg. Ah, shit! Look, it's gonna have to come out. The doll grabs the handle of the knife. On three, okay? Ernesto looks terrified, but nods. Uno! Ernesto once again screams in pain. The doll tries, but struggles to apply pressure with his tiny hands. Tequila! Tequila! Good idea! The doll rushes to the liquor cabinet and returns with a bottle. Ernesto eagerly reaches for it, but the doll instead pours it on the wound. Such a fucking baby! Ernesto snatches the bottle from the doll and begins chugging it. The doll ties the towel around the wound. I'm gonna need to stitch it up. The doll gets up to gather supplies. Ernesto chugs more tequila. And don't hog all the tequila. I need to steady my hands. Guayava and Lucita hide in the tall grass. The sun is now beginning to set. Guayava crawls on his stomach, then carefully sits up to peek. 
In the distance, he sees Miguel standing next to an old truck. Past him, there's a dog sniffing around. He starts the truck and the dog hops in on the bed. They drive a bit further down and stop. The dog jumps out and begins sniffing around again. This guy won't quit. He'll quit soon enough. It sounded like him and his boss have bigger concerns. Lucida fiddles with the strange component. She bends it in half. The component slowly expands to its original form. You shouldn't have taken that. It's probably why they're still out looking for us. It looks like it's made out of the same stuff as the marble. And look, feel it. Lucida hands Guayava the component. When I dropped it, it lit up brighter, and I could feel it too, a tickle. Guayava examines the component. That man said this technology could be military. What would the military be doing out here? I don't know. Maybe we're not the only ones hunting down the chupacabra. Well, if that's the case, they better not get to it before we do. I want its head. The chupacabra will have to wait. Right now, we're the ones being hunted. Guayava notices something in the distance. You see that? Something is quickly moving through the tall grass. Is it the chupacabra? No, it's too high off the ground. The setting sun blinds them. It's hard to make out. It looks like a tall man is moving in a perfectly straight line. He moves at a fast and steady pace across the plain. The dog now notices the weird tall man and begins barking. It then chases after him. The truck follows. Caught in the middle is Guayaba and Lucita. They start running. Lucita realizes she forgot her shotgun and begins to turn around. My gun! Guayaba pulls her by the arm. There's no time! Miguel spots them and swerves in their direction. The dog follows his lead. As the truck quickly catches up to them, they head towards a lone tree. Guayava boosts up Lucita. The truck arrives and Miguel quickly exits. The dog arrives a few seconds after. It continues bolting towards Guayava. Guayava goes for his machete. The dog immediately stops and sits still. You guys picked a bad day to piss off my boss. I've been told to bring you back alive. I know that sounds like a good thing, but trust me, it's not. I'm willing to go with you. Just let the kid go. That's not up to me. Who was your friend back there? Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, I suppose it doesn't matter. The two of you will do. Come on down from there, kid. Now both of you, turn around and put your hands up. 
He zip ties Guayava's hands behind his back. He then does the same with Lucida. Get up. I was told you took something that didn't belong to you. In my right pocket. All this fuzz over this, huh? I suppose I better take this too. Now get in the truck. <laughs> 